It feels so far away too. I'm going to perch on the edge a little bit. Okay, we're going to get the lounge energy. Lounge energy. Lounge energy. Woo! Hashtag lounge energy. (laughs) Do you spend too much time sitting at your desk or kitchen table? (laughs) You need lounge energy. (laughs) All right, here we go. This is episode 32 of the Barry Bullock Hour. It's Friday night. And the feeling's right. <laughs> Here at the Kensington Palace, it's, uh, it's me, Karen Bullock. We've got Eric, the big-time foreigner cox, to my left. How are you, Eric? <laughs> Not too bad. Good. And, of course, the C-Mac attack, Callum McDonald. To my right, C-Mac, how you doing? Hey, guys. <laughs> C-Mac's been on the school camp, so he is, um, what's the word? A bit fucked. <laughs> <laughs> bit, bit tired over there. We are, um... We are at my house, the Kensington Palace. Um, if Big Dog was here, he's not here tonight. If he was here, he would, in classic Big Dog fashion, be giving out the address to my house. Um, but he's not here, so we're not going to tell you where it is. Um, but we are at my house. We've we've just I was listening to some old podcasts the other day, fellas, going back to the start of the back catalogue. Uh, because we're on Spotify. Don't know if anyone knows that. Spotify, get on it. Oh, yeah. I did not oh, yeah. know that. Well, no, we are... There, the I'm Barry Bullock Hour is on Spotify. If you find podcast apps just a little bit too complicated, you're like, oh. I mean, I wish I could get podcasts along with the rest of my uh, favorite music, such as um, the Spice Girls or Kylie Minogue. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could I splice think you find in. it's pronounced Kylie Minogue. Minerge. Minerge. No, that's a different that artist. Great. That's a different artist. Kalia Minerge. <laughs> um, if you want to put some Barry Bullock Hour into your uh, classic 90s playlist, well, that's, now you can. <laughs> now you can. We are on Spotify. It means we've had a little bit of a uh, little bit of a peak in our listenership, fellas. And I noticed that um, in the earlier ones, we we did uh, we recorded sitting in the uh, Spray Street Mansions on the couches. Yep. And so I thought, rather than sitting at the kitchen table here at the Kensington Palace, we would come and sit in the lounge on the couches. So a little bit of lounge energy. Unlike the lounges in the Spray State Mansions, Karen doesn't sleep on these couches. I mean, I have slept on them, <laughs> yeah, but, but only for a couple of nights. But yeah, no, this is uh, this is all lounge, no bedroom. Anyway, Friday night, we've got some brews. But we've got first. some. We've got some issues. But first... We've got some business to take care of. <laughs> some forfeits. It's business time. Eric, on the last podcast... Yes. You were dished out a punishment. Yes. Mm. You were given some options. And you were given some options. surprisingly chose this option. I, I would look... Personally, I would class as the worst option. <laughs> no, yes, but that's because you're not a, not a fan of these. What was, what was the actual... What is the punishment for? Was it a was it David Mitchell? What was the? Um, I think it was David Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) Eric, has anyone in your life ever met you and not liked you? Oh, 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 the list, the list. The most likable man known to humanity. They kicked me out of the U.S. That's why I'm here. They (laughs) sentenced me to transport. Well, they kicked you out of the U.S. because you're a party animal because you had too many Jaeger bombs, and when the Jaeger bomb was offered to you as a forfeit, you said yes, please. (laughs) So. Eric Cox, it is time to take your medicine. <laughs> time to take your punishment. So Line I have up. here, I have here Line a single up. shot bottle of Jägermeister. It's um, it's thirty five percent volume alcohol. It's zero point zero four 
I assume that's liters. I don't even know. Zero point zero four. Yeah. Would that be yeah, liters? Yeah. yeah. So the choices are uh, Eric. You can do the classic Jaeger bomb with the Red Bull, the mm. caffeinated beverage. Or, because I know you're not a massive caffeine guy, I've picked up a delicious American-style beverage for you. Don't know if you've ever seen this, Callum. This is Strawberry Fanta. (laughs) Strawberry Fanta. Direct from the US of A. Sweet, delicious, (laughs) full of sugar and other nasties, but no caffeine. So I'm going to give you the option if you want to go the classic... Jaeger bomb, which is with Red Bull. They do say that a Jaeger bomb is with an energy drink, and I would say that this yeah. high fructose corn syrup strawberry Fanta direct from the USA counts as an energy drink for this purpose. You know, I I, I think I'm going to come down on the side of the since we I got to check my watch. If we're past 9:01 a.m., it's uh, it's going to keep me up if I have past, a Red Bull. It's not, not a.m. No, it's not past 9:01 a.m. Oh, okay, it's, um, <laughs> it's I, the current time is 8:18, uh, dear listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. P- PM. PM. You yeah. said AM. Yeah, that's very Several true. times. No, I'm a caffeine baby, so I'm going to go for the Fanta. You mentioned it as an American Fanta, and I, I don't know if I can verify that because I, whenever I leave the U.S., I'm surprised by the wide range of Fantas. In Fanta, it's exclusively lots. orange Fanta in the U.S. Really? At least it's wide, the classic. Wide, widely spread. That's it's the classic. Classic, classic Nazi Coke. Yeah, Fanta. Oh, well, exactly. That's the way Fanta like invented by, uh, well, not by the Nazis, but in, no. in, in Nazi Germany. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know what else we need? Delicious orange drink. <laughs> but it was invented in Nazi Germany, but it also wasn't orange. So, you know, every, everyone that walks around Wait. going, Fanta's made by Nazis. Those are. Those wow. are semi-well-read fucking idiots. The, um, the internet is telling me that the original dangerous had a yellow colour. It's oh. just a gentle yellow colour as opposed a to the gentle yellow color. violent orange, orange colour that we get these days. Or, speaking, speaking of violent colours, oh, wow. <laughs> that that's a classic that kind of creaming soda type To be color, fair, that is a strawberry soda, and yeah. that is bright. That is actually the colour of strawberries. Um, Eric, that is a, that's yeah, not a good time. Oh, Describe the nose to me. It's not a good just, time. It smells like um, the end of Friday. Have night, you had strawberry? <laughs> have you stra- had strawberry extra? The chewing no. gum. That's horrific. It's it's it, it tastes oh like God. it tastes like it should smells like the, the vomit of somebody who just wow. who's just had a whole bunch of strawberry <laughs> extra to kind of master Fuck the alcohol they've been drinking. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> Here is your shot of Jägermeister. Mm. All right, here we go. Yeah, here we go. All right. Oh, oh. And down it goes. Down it goes. Down, 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 down. Oh, so gross. He's tripping. He's tripping. He's tripping. That's nice. You're not supposed to say that. I'll take another. I'll take another. Run it back. I'm just going to have a taste of the strawberry fan. my glass because I am actually sick. Oh, that is fucking disgusting, I have to say. <laughs> when I was in the States, I went to uh, I went to small town Ohio. Ooh, and, I've been there. And, fucking hated it. And <laughs> I went to a 4th of July party in small town Ohio. Lemonade, and I had a, I had, um, uh, I had a lemonade there from like a, mm. like a, like a fairground. It was like the 4th of July celebration. Yeah, and it was the sweetest thing I have ever tasted in my entire <laughs> fucking life. Do you have some of the strawberry Fanta? It was. It made that look like a health beverage. Oh shit, burgers! It was intense. Fair it burnt lady. the lining of my mouth it's, off. It's I like that small town Ohio could legitimately have been its name. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah, like true. you know you could have been telling the truth. Your small town Ohio. <laughs> 
All right, so cracking on, gentlemen. Yes. Because we are shifting the David Mitchell yes. challenge, tipping challenge. Yeah. Uh, we had a bit of a discussion, and we, we decided that uh, it would be more potentially entertaining mm. and also more gratifying, perhaps, for the gentlemen who yeah. are doing the tipping if we turned it into more of a lengthy yeah. tipping process. An ongoing contest, yeah. as, as tipping contests often are. So... From here on in, we will be having a leaderboard. Yes. So we'll be tipping each episode. The, the, the boys, uh, Eric, Kieran, and, and Big Dog, will be yep. tipping uh, things, and that will add to their running tally of scores. Yeah. So last time on the podcast, we, you tipped, you had to tip the Chiefs versus the Titans. Yes. Yeah. N- so the very good game. The now Super Bowl champion Chiefs. So there yeah. we go. Nice. Um, I thought the Titans would keep it close. They did not. No. No. Blowout. Lies. Uh, so the Super Smash. Uh, so Kieran was one down on that. The, the New Dog Zealand cricket. The New Zealand uh, T20 yes. cricket. After I'd just gone to a t- my very first T20 cricket game and really and thoroughly enjoyed it. I had the, the final of the Super Smash was Wellington v Auckland. Oh. And um, Kieran and Eric both went with the hometown heroes, top of the table, Wellington. Yeah, hey, Wellington! And Big Dog decided to be a party pooper and go with go for the most hated city in uh, New Zealand, <laughs> Auckland. In the world. <laughs> and uh, much to everybody's happiness, I think, in New Zealand in general, uh, Wellington took home the, yeah, took boys. Home the, uh, the Bickies. Okay. So that was that. That, that had Eric. Actually, it wasn't boys, was it? It was women, wasn't it? The women's fight. It was. The, there we go. It was the women's fight. Yes. Um. So Wellington, the Blaze versus the Hearts. Dual champions there. Nicely done. Nicely done. So that that had Eric on two points. Big mm-hmm. on one point, and Kieran on one okay. point. Yep. Okay. Uh, so Eric could have made a queen sleep of it here. Uh, we had uh, Altona versus Deer Park. The bowls there for you in the Premier League. Probably played under the Deer Park. Super dome. What? <laughs> there's a there's a dome down at Deer Park. Like super. So they they yeah. like put, we played we played there with their Division One side next to us, and it's something. It's, it's like, like a, a moon base. Yeah. So like <laughs> that this crazy moon sound base. system, and they they missed water when yeah, it's yeah. It was a hot day. They were spitting yeah. mist on us. It was. It's the future. The pleasure dome. And I didn't wow. like it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so KB went with the with the hometown heroes Deer Park. Yep. Um, just sticking with the with the uh, the hometown theory and Big Dog and Eric tipped Altona. This made it a little bit messy because Deer Park took it home. Yep. Oh. So that has that leaves our leaderboard to start off proceedings. KB, you're on two points. Yep. Great. Eric, you're also tied on first with okay. two points. Yep. Okay. And the Big Dog trailing behind <laughs> on one point. Okay. Shameful. Next. First, first, first to 20, I think, is what we sort of thought. Yeah, first so, to 20. Right. I think that's, so a, I think that's a good A good tight tussle. tussle. Yeah. What have we got coming up? So coming up, uh, in, in a few days, we've got uh, in the Welsh Ladies <laughs> Soccer League, <laughs> we have Swansea versus Cardiff. Two big City. units. Um, not a lot of gossip um, about this upcoming match that I could glean. I, it's hard when you've got women's and men's... That's true. It does um, get money. Because you just then you Google Cardiff versus Swansea and you, you sort of end up with articles for the wrong one. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty much going to go on cold and just have a have a punt. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric, any thoughts mm. on on Swansea versus Cardiff City? Did you manage to find any tidbits Ooh, that well, might direct you? I, 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 well, the research is, has been light, but I do. <laughs> I, I have I have cross paths with uh, two two 
uh, units of varying size from Cardiff. I work with I've, I've worked with two guys <laughs> who I think are from Cardiff, and one's one's a uh, I guess a, 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 a tall unit, and one's a normal unit. Uh, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cardiff. Uh, just nice. based, based on delightful, their, Eric. Based on their friendly, generous personalities. You say this is soccer. This is soccer. Yeah. So presumably we could take a draw. As an we'll take a draw. We'll that's, take a draw. True. Mm, that's true. That's true. I like okay. that. Okay. That's okay. bold. Well, I'm not going to do it. I'm taking Swansea. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Lovely. I'll Lovely. take it. Who, who's, who's, who's hosting? Who's, who's at home? I believe that is Swansea. Oh, yeah. good for me. All right. Uh, this, our second match is uh, from the, the Japan Top League. Uh, <laughs> Nippon Top League. Arigato gozaimasu. Uh... And uh, we have the Toshiba Brave Lupus. Brave Lupus, which means which 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 is from the Latin lupus for wolf. Mm, yeah. Against the Kobe Steel. Kobe Steel, yeah, the Steelers. Um, lovely uh, New Zealand rugby influence here. The Kobe team have got Wayne Smith as their director of rugby. Um, DC Dan Carter, the great number ten, and also Brody Retallick, the current All Black. So that's a, that's a, those are those are some big ins for the for the Kobe team. Um, but then the other team, the Toshiba Brave Lupus, the Brave Wolves, they are um, um, uh, coached by Todd Blackout, a great Canterbury man. So that's a that's a real Daryl Tuffy. That's a real snifter. I'm not sure which way I'm going to flop on this one. To be fair, hmm. Eric. Eric. Eric? <laughs> well, like I had a Toshiba laptop, and that thing was a. <laughs> Workhorse, so I'm definitely putting all my money on the Toshiba Brave Wolves. Okay, amazing okay. from you. Okay. A tough choice, but I'll take I'll take Kobe. I'll take the right. Steelers. I'll take I'll take I'll take Wayne Smith and, and Dan Carter. I take DC. I take DC. I was also in um, Japan last year, and yeah. I went to Kobe, and so you know, I haven't been to Toshiba. Where are they based? Tokyo. Well, I've been there. I'm taking Kobe. Nice. <laughs> last last match is tomorrow mm. in uh, serious sport. When serious the sport, presumably mattering to somebody somewhere. This one's a little bit closer to home because this does matter to uh, Eric the Foreigner Cox and big time, big time foreigner, oh, yeah. and um, and and Callum Google Keys McDonald. The uh, Saturday pennant. We've got Strathmore Four. Versus mm. Brunswick for the Titans of Strathmore, who are I think have only been defeated once this season, sitting pretty on the top of the ladder, mm. and Brunswick just trailing on the heels of the mighty, mighty Princes Park. <laughs> First side, I'd just take Strathmore. I think no point yeah. knocking around with it. Yeah, as much as I hate to say it, we 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 Princes Park strutted up there to Strathmore. We we went out there on their greens and we. Barely gave it away. We barely oh, gave it away. So close. Uh, three shots, I think. Yeah, they were a strong side, and so as much as I hate to break the split, <laughs> also got to. Hey, got it's first to, to twenty. It's first to twenty. Yeah, yeah, we're playing the long game. We're playing yeah. the long game here. The long game, long game. Fantastic. So, gents, um, that's that's good to see I've how we written go those ones it. down. And uh, big dog from from here on in, um, as if anybody's anyone absent, that's absent, yeah, will be receiving the lowest the lowest score. score. Yeah, yeah. We've so we've drunk all the rushes, which is nice. Which is nice. Very we, good. We, we managed to get rid of them. So we've decided to purchase some more really shit beer. Oh god, awful. Something we all have lovingly <sighs> consumed in our in our teens, late teens, early twenties. Yeah, university. We had a few, certainly had a few of them during a few uh, dirty 
to his extra drives. Oh, Ted's. <laughs> we have hypothesized oh, that no. Eric the Cox will love the Ted's. So I'm what hopeful. we've decided, I'm hopeful. Eric's out of this particular challenge. Oh, we've okay. decided that we're going to have to um, <laughs> come up with a beer that Eric doesn't like. Yeah, probably something hearty and full of flavour. Wow. <laughs> like a barrel-aged stout or something. That sounds terrible. But preferably something that doesn't cost like $40 a bottle. Yes. Yeah. So for this challenge, Kieran, yes. uh, whilst I was picking up the Tui's Extra Dry Ugh, in my local IGA, I noticed on the counter they had some Hostess Twinkies. <laughs> for your challenge today, Kieran. Oh, okay. So you're challenging me? I would like you... Challenging me? I would like you to eat this entire Twinkie and put the wrapper in the rubbish. In the rubbish? And the put the wrapper in the rubbish because we're a, an environmentally friendly podcast. Can we just clarify? Because yep. I've got a rubbish bin to the left in the yep. kitchen. Yep. I've also got the wheelie bins outside, which are probably slightly closer. Either one. Any, any bin. Yeah. Any yep. bin. And you're going to be back here. Any bin's a win. Any <laughs> bin's a win. Love that. Uh, you got to be back here on the couch, ready to chat again. Okay. And you can't leave the listeners for too long. Yeah. 15 seconds. 15 seconds to eat it, get the thing in the bin, and get back. Yeah. Fucking hell. Can his butt leave the seat yeah. before he has a clean mouth? Because I'd like to see... I'd like to see... Oh, we want to see it. No, he can't He can't leave the seat before... He can't okay. leave the seat before he's finished the tweet. 15 seconds is a long time. I would say 20 seconds. He eats it, clean mouth, shows it to both of us. We give the thumbs up, go to the rubbish bin. How about... Oh, wait a minute. How about seconds. 17 seconds... <laughs> For the whole thing, okay. but I can't, okay. I can't leave, can't leave until I've eaten it. This guy just doesn't want to eat the Twinkies. He doesn't want to eat seconds. the Twinkies. Go! <laughs> well, he spends 10 oh, seconds. Oh, this is already, this oh, is already a disaster. Right. This this is is embarrassing. Embarrassing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate to see that. Oh, no, Ken! He's put it on the ground. ground! He throws the wrapper on the ground. I'm not going to break him! I might have overestimated, <laughs> I might have underestimated the chewing. Oh, the chewing The guy's factor. chewing, he's savoring it. The is huge. It's like he wants to... No, stop the nothing going to be. All right, well, when you feel like you got a clean mouth, spread it. Yeah, no, I'm not even fucking gross. Well... Okay, 30 seconds next time. You don't seem like you're enjoying this. I would be. Okay, that's clear, that's clear, that's fine. I don't know. This, he didn't even show Cal. <laughs> and back! Oh, that was 51 seconds! My favourite bit was when you in a moment of madness after shoving the Twinkie in your mouth you threw the wrapper on the ground! That kind of showboating. That kind of showboating. Can't you know, believe oh, we thought I was going to do that in like 17 seconds. <laughs> I thought that would be easier. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it would be easier to. You also thought it would be easier for me to tell a carrot in a bowl of fruit salad. That's true, but that's because I put the carrot in and the uh, way it too early sucked all the juices up. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a good. I was that, that that is fair revenge for the carrot and the fruit salad. <laughs> what Kieran won't be drinking is this delicious oh, no. brewing pale ale. Yeah, we've got real beers. Oh, two real beers oh, actually. Smell that, Eric. That is. You boys are on the uh, the Bernie Pale Owls. I picked up the because um, we couldn't decide, Eric, when we were at Black Card and Sparrows no, earlier. So we just grabbed two. We just grabbed two beers. Couldn't find the VP. Well, it's hard sometimes. Um, so when I finish my <laughs> disgusting Ted's, I'm going to be getting on the Beatnik XBA, which is from Yarrow Glen here in Victoria. I actually had a Beatnik beer in my um, Christmas cabinet. 
Eric, Eric's showing no straight respect for the, for the forfeit. Eric, we, we've just said that you're drinking delicious Bernie Pale Ale. You've grabbed a fucking Ted's. <laughs> he's swinging. What do you think, Eric? He's going to love it. That's way better than the Burnley. Oh, <laughs> you fucking moron. Oh, cheers. Oh, cheers, cheers. Boys. Oh. <laughs> Meet you at the bottom, boys. Eric, I can't believe you're drinking the forfeit beer. It's because he's, he's, it. he's, dr- he's drunk off fucking Jagerbomb already. Eric's now had a long neck You're out of control. Burnley, Burnley pale, and he's straight into a two. Remember that thing we said where we thought maybe we'd have a drink beforehand just to get a little bit loose? Boys, we've got two loose. (laughs) This is two loose. Two loose already. My goodness gracious me. Oh, dear. Well, what this is reminding me of is, you're right, we used to drink the Ted's back we in the did. day. We do you, They used to have, and I'm just Googling now, I'm taking on your mantle with the Google. Yeah. Um, to see if they still make, do you remember they made the double Ted's? No. Oh Why my goodness. Go? They used to make a Ted's Platinum, a Tui's Extra Dry oh, Platinum. Oh, Ted's Platinum, yes. Ted's yes, Platinum yes, yes, with sorry. the black. But I, they were they were 2.2 standards. And they were nasty. Yeah, and I remember back in the horse, the back in the horse house days, we used to one night we had a horse house party, and someone left like a slab of Tui's double platinums there, and I was already filthy, and I had a few of those. <laughs> that just an absolute horror show, <laughs> absolute horror show. We've literally lost Eric. Where's he gone? Probably to spew. I've got a bone to pick with items of personal transport. That have become motorized. We're talking push bikes with motors, motorized scooters, motorized skateboards. <laughs> Items of transport, personal transport that are supposed to be manually propelled okay. that have motors stuck on them. Fuck off, not interested. I'm just getting sick of seeing fucking munters. <laughs> Getting around on motorized lime skateboards, lime scooters, uh, electric scooters, what? idiots with fucking thumping great diesel pull chain like lawnmower motors attached to their bicycle. There's just been this thing lately. I- motorized scooters and motorized skateboards being pitched as like environmentally friendly alternatives to transport. And they're not. They're just for fucking posy twats. <laughs> Looking like fucking wankers. <laughs> they drive me nuts. If you're going to ride a bike, use your legs. If you're going to do a skateboard, use your legs. Scooter, legs. Eric, your thoughts? Yeah, so I'm with you, and I'm gonna, what I'm going to say, I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Okay. And I'm not saying this as a, like I'm reading a trend and I'm playing it out in my mind. This isn't something I've seen at all, but I want to see rollerblades come back. Oh, and I might I yeah. might be the first person to get back on them. Bill loves rollerblades. Get Bill Penfold, the, big rollerblade. Get rid man. of the electric assist. Get rid of the electric scooters. Just push those legs. They're supposedly very expensive, oh. especially the motorized scooters, the Lime scooters. Yeah. you can buy the yeah, they are. As you know, my uh, my father, the incomparable Barry Bullock, he made a mobility scooter he did. He did. out of a an electric skateboard. <laughs> he he rigged and built this scooter out of an electric skateboard. <laughs> this is a skateboard that had a built in handle that you could use to, uh, to drive the motor. And you know, like it's all fun and games, and you know, I know that my dad does some pretty mental things. But when we flew to Japan last year, we mentioned Japan earlier. You know, dad wanted to take because his mobility is not great. 
he wanted to take the scooter with him that he's built and like the the the, the, the lithic and to take it on air new zealand he had to take it in the hold oh, sorry not in the hold in the cabin really? because he's not allowed to he wasn't allowed to stow the uh scooter i say scooter in inverted commas he wasn't allowed to stow the scooter in the cargo hold because it's got a thumping great um lithium ion battery mm. now the battery is the size i'm just trying to look if, imagine like two blocks of chocolate end to end uh-huh. that's the size of the battery on these fucking tiny Graves. scooter things so it's this idea that they're trying to be environmentally conscious and mm. add, you know, electrify all these things. But you've got to create batteries, and they're big batteries. These oh, are wow. thumping great big batteries. And Dad had to take it out and disconnect it, and there was a big palaver about the whole thing. <laughs> and I see people munting around on electric skateboards, and I think, just use your fucking feet, you posy twat. Well, get some exercise. Just get some exercise. <laughs> I, I, I was one of those posy munty twats. Um, Were went you? Out, went, out, <clears throat> went out in Christchurch with the lovely Juliet Bullock and Clem and we got a bit drunk. Yeah. And on our way home, <laughs> we were munty idiots and we rode home on lime scooters. And it was great. It was yeah, great Yeah, but you, you hired a lime scooter. You didn't buy one. Well, that's true. Yeah, no, I would never You'd, buy one. You know, there's a novelty to it. But <laughs> oh, people have. A great novelty. And people... I saw, so a, specific... I saw a guy the other day yeah. doing laps of the MCG on a motorized skateboard. Like a dude in his 50s with the remote in one hand just doing laps of the MCG. How did you know he was doing laps? Because I was walking from Jollymont to Amy Park and right. the, I saw the guy as I was walking from Jollymont Station. I was like, that guy looks like a fucking munter on an electric skateboard. But then, like, he passed me three times because of how far I had to walk to Jollymont Amy Park. And I was like, that dude is just doing laps on an electric skateboard. Whoa. Just wasting his life. Wasting resources. <laughs> beautiful. If beautiful. you're going to own a skateboard, use your own feet. Feel the wind in And that's the same with scooters. Well, if you're a grown adult person, you should never be on a scooter. And it's certainly the same with bicycles. All these advent electric bicycles that cost $5,000? It's absurd. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's More I'm... things you've got to plug in when you get home. you got to plug in your watch. you got to plug in your phone. you got to plug in your computer. you got to plug in your bike. you got to plug in your skateboard. you got to plug in your shoes. you got to plug in your belt, your smart belt. It's just, it's getting ridiculous. Stop making everything smart. Not everything has to be smart. Especially people that buy and ride electric skateboards. Bone out! Old bikes were a, a blight upon our fair city. There were. Uh, there's, uh, there's one of those in the bushes um, on the run that I do around your event. <laughs> there's one in there. Still there. There's one in the lobby of my apartment building. There were dozens <laughs> in the Yarra. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, 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 our friends and hopeful sponsors, Uber, are, are <laughs> they're just about to release. Yeah. Electric Assist. Yeah. Uh, share bikes. Here's here's my challenge. Let's put this on the record. Do you think Uber's electric assist bikes will be present and functioning in Melbourne for longer than the troubled O bikes? Yes. Or whoa. I, I, I do. I would say. And then the main so reason I say that is I think the big difference is that Sally Cap, the Lord Mayor of Melbourne, is mm. on board. Mm. Um, big difference. Big difference. Um, the O-bikes were unceremoniously dumped on the city streets without any consultation. And But also, you could pick up an O-bike 
yeah. and throw and it in the anywhere. river. Yeah. You yeah. didn't need to unlock. You needed to unlock the O bike with the app to ride it, but you did not need to unlock the O bike to pick it up and throw it in the river. <laughs> yes. And I think that's also a, a big point of difference. difference. Yeah. The, the, the physical weight of a, an electric assist bike is going to stop you from carrying them and throwing them, or are the are the Uber bikes going to be actually physically locked to? No, I think they're going to be. It's going to be some uh, weight, and and there's also I think they're on another level of sort of, uh, I guess, situational crime prevention. You're also going to get the association that people have with Uber because Uber would be one of the most recognised brands mm-hmm. in Western mm-hmm. societies these days. It would be one of the most used daily amenities in yep. Western society these yep. days. You're going to get the capital that comes with that as opposed to O-Bike, oh, which yeah. had no brand recognition and um, and whatnot. And I'm not, a, I'm not an Uber guy, but I know that pretty much everyone our age uses Uber. And it's very easy. To it. Yeah, that's easy. So I think, easy that, I think the bike, their bike share scheme will do a lot better than O-Bike. Uh, I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Well, that was I a challenge, like, and if I'm wrong, I will do. I like bike a, bike sharing. I think so you're gonna drink a six pack. I'll, of I'll drink a twoies. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like you just want to drink twoies, Eric. <laughs> well, you well, don't need to set it, up a challenge. Maybe, you have another one. Get another one out. Yeah, I haven't even finished the first one. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry. Um, I just did a quick Google by the way, while having while you were having that bone, Kieran. And I, I think I found something else that mm-hmm. you'll be outraged about. Probably, you know what they've done with the Tui's extra dry. They've, oh, jeez! They've they've done a they've done a give the customers one. I've got a really good rage oh, quick oh, oh, here. Oh, oh, and they've re re sort of re bottled, and they've taken the alcohol volume. They're charging the same amount. They've taken the alcohol volume down from six point five percent all the way down to five point five percent. What for the platinums or for the regulars? For the platinums. The platinums. What? Probably because yeah. they were lethally alcoholic. Yeah. What? Yeah. I've got a picture of the um of the Tui. It is a black so, bottle. It's a black bottle. Which is menacing. It's a sexy black bottle. It's got two and a half stars on Dan mm-hmm. Murphy's. There it is there, Eric. The extra dry platinum. Probably Here we go. Some cracking mm-hmm. reviews. Uh, ruined ru- a good beer. Ruined a good beer. A great beer was now 6.5. Now ordinary. Forced me to go on to elephant beer. What the fuck is <laughs> elephant beer? I don't know. It's a, I think that's like... <laughs> Review by Gazza. Male. Over 60 years old. From Holmview, Queensland. Well, oh. that's ticking a lot of cliche boxes right there. <laughs> on you, Gazza. The next one. What a great beer when it was 6.5%. Great beer when it was 6.5%. Smooth and great tasting. And the packs of eight were great to take to parties. Um, also, also reviewed by Freddie, a Freddie from Barrel, Barrel in uh, in uh, New South Wales. That's, oh, yeah, that's that's where Donald Bradman was born. Oh yeah, we went there. Yeah. Um, thanks for changing the recipe for the worst. But I remember back in 2010 when this one of the be- when this one the best beers when I was poverty stricken. Yeah, the grammar on that's appalling. I'm not even going to bother with it. I think he um, may have had a few too many to his extra. He's probably <laughs> he's probably got a stash there. <laughs> Oh, well, I, feel like, I think that's a that's a we're a beer podcast. That's a foundational question. This came yeah. up in the U.S. Yeah, Paps Blue Ribbon, uh, a favorite beer of mine, mm-hmm. a low end beer. They released PBR Extra. Mm. Uh, according to my friends in the states, tastes about the same, costs about the same, but it's one or two percent more alcoholic. Mm. If you took a beer that you liked and so even dial it into some of these these craft beers that you guys like. Mm. If they gave you if they gave you Day of the Dead five uh, percent and they gave you Day of the Dead eight percent, what are you going for? Well, that's what Triple Day of the Dead is. The one that we tried a couple of podcasts ago. It is a it is a higher alcohol version. 
I mean, the alcohol content of beer is largely due to the um, ingredients and the brewing process. So to get more alcohol, you need more yeast and more sugar, and it changes. Mm. And by adding different ingredients and different proportions of ingredients, you get different flavors and you get different alcoholic contents. Mm. So mm. the argument here in, in the Ted's and maybe with the Pabst as well is that to, to change the recipe, even if you're just adjusting the ingredients and the ratios and the brewing process, you do get a different flavor and you get these diehard fans of a beer. <laughs> Remember when they, a few years ago, they rebranded Victoria Bitter to VB because everyone colloquially called it VB. Mm. And so they changed the label to say VB and they changed that. the recipe slightly and they brought it down by, I think, 0.3%. So I think it went from like a 5.7 down to a 5.3 and people were outraged. <laughs> like people lost their absolute rag that they took to a 0.3% alcohol off a standard bottle of VB and called it VB. And you know, you're talking about people that have drunk that beer for 20 years, cracking into a new one and going, this is not the same. And that's what happens when you muck around with a recipe. Even if the ratios are slightly out, that's the magic of beer and the magic of brewing, um, is that it's a very fine art. And when you've got a, a recipe that's been around for however many fucking years that VB has, you make one change and it changes the flavour. So I kind of get all these munters losing their rag over Tui's Extra Dry because they've dropped that by a 1.5%. <laughs> they probably enjoyed getting drunk off three beers. Now they've got to drink five beers. Do you think if they ticked it up 1.5, these people would say, oh yeah, I like it more because the people... Are, that is such a good question, as a low I love end, that. As a low-end beer drinker, if it got me lubed up a little bit faster, <laughs> I might say, oh, that's, I like this change. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, it depends, because you've got some people out there that are um, uh, alcoholics. <laughs> That, that just need alcohol or, or want alcohol or one of leisure that want to relax but, they, <laughs> but then you've also got there's a there's a massive trend at the moment towards low alcohol beers and non-alcoholic beers in fact when we were yeah. buying these beers at Blackheart and Sparrows here in Kensington there was that bottom shelf that was no alcohol and low alcohol mm. beers and then I was reading an article the other day that um, the next wave is going to be um, low alcohol or no alcohol spirits so people producing yeah. gins and whiskies and vodkas that have no alcohol. So you've got this kind of spectrum of like people that want to have a drink but don't want to have the alcohol. You've got people that want to just have the alcohol because they're booze heads. And then you've got people in the middle. Mm. So at the end of the day, you've just I think you've just got to make your product and, yeah. and, and back it up. Find your niche. Yeah, no, find mm. your niche, yeah. I've, I've just cracked a bottle of the Beatnik XPA and it's a shitload better than the Tui's Extra Dry, that's for damn sure. I've, I've actually been drifting in, in that direction. I've been drifting towards lighter alcohol beers because it means I can enjoy a few a of few them more. And, and, and not be um, not be affected by yeah. the beerist bellious or, or, or quite so much by the, the hangoverist. Well, one of the stuff. issues with, with previously available light beers is they just weren't very tasty and weren't no, very good. Yeah, that's true. But if you hark back to episode two, I think episode possibly... Episode two, yeah, yeah. The better than... Is it episode two or is it episode four? Where our good friend across the ditch, Mr. Bill Penfold, um, brewed a light beer and it was very delicious, very tasty, low alcohol. So that's, yeah, there's definitely a wave of, um, look at us talking about beer. Hey, Eric, good for you bringing up a nice beer question, talking about craft (laughs) beer. Well, so have you guys heard about Victoria Bitter? (laughs) (laughs) 
session with it is, VP. It is a good. It is a good topic, and I feel like I don't know. It, it's just I like this, it. this demographic is hitting that age where they're thinking, well, maybe I'll rein myself in, and I don't think it's, it's so going to be. A, I don't think it's going to be a staying thing. If I if I didn't want to get a little loose, if I didn't want to get cranked, I'm not going to drink beer. I'm going to drink my diet ginger ale or my, whatever my um, whatever I'm, my standard I'm, stuff is. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm I was also there. approached. <laughs> because my neighbour, um, lovely man called Jeremy, he and his partner are vegan, and they're also they don't they don't drink alcohol. Yeah. And when he saw that we were brewing, he saw us carting all our brewing mm. gear up the stairs in our, to our apartment. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, mate, you're gonna brew me a are you gonna brew me a and and no alcohol beer." And I said, "Yeah, sure, Jeremy, why not?" And then I thought, "Hmm, I think it's quite complicated." Yeah, yeah, I think it's quite complicated. Very complicated. Yeah, I think it's much more complicated to homebrew a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, um, than it is to but brewery. Gonna give it a bash. Gonna give it a crack at Are some you? point in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. You'd have to filter it out. I would imagine. I'm not really sure. I would assume so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, just a point of clarification on the yes. Google's uh, episode six was the better than Cascade Live. Great. And uh, had some Cascade down in Tassie. Yeah. On on the subject of things that I had a lot of time for, mm. I've got a spatula for. Oh, a nice little spatula. Nice. I just wanted to throw a spatula out, and I thought this was appropriate, being an English as an additional language teacher. And I was thinking about this a lot, and I, yeah, um, and and I use this a lot, much like I use spatulas a lot. Uh, Great kitchen utensil. Thank you. I would like to give a golden spatula mm. to one of my favourite websites. Have you have you boys ever encountered Simple English Wikipedia? Simple oh, English Wikipedia. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I have not. It's great, Eric. Do you do you are you familiar with the concept? I, I vaguely, yeah. I, um, for people that may not have English as a first language, it takes also topics. for little kids as well. And for little kids, it, it, it takes topics and the, the the standard Wikipedia entries that you might see, and it kind of puts them in easily readable. Not, I, some of these Wikipedia pages can get quite technical and yeah. it kind of dials it down to a more easily understandable uh, uh, level of at least verbiage along the same lines as one of my favorite books have either of you and I think this comes from the creators of Cyanide and Happiness have either mm. of you ever encountered great comic great comic have either of you ever encountered Thing Explainer no, no. oh Thing Explainer great basically Thing explain. Yeah, they, they they draw these they draw these cartoons, right? And they attempt to to explain incredibly complex things, like for instance how a rocket ship works. Mm. And they they have they, they they draw a diagram of a rocket ship, and they describe everything in the rocket ship, all the various parts of it, but only using the thousand most common words in the English language. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's really good. It's really really fun. They also had a website where you could plug what you'd written into it and it would show you whether you were using simple or complex words. Mm. And it would suggest to you words that you could use that were more simple, which is a really useful thing for an EAL teacher because if you're using too many complicated words, the cognitive burden becomes a bit too much. They're, They're focusing too much on understanding the vocab and they're not actually understanding the meaning of what you're saying. Yeah, so simple English Wikipedia, get on it. It's a like over right. over a hundred and twenty thousand articles and great. That's awesome. Great. 
Eric, you had one more thing you wanted to mention. I think you, you were talking about oh, this yeah. before the podcast. You have one quick thing that you wanted to mention. All right. Well, let's let's squeeze this down to a few minutes, and I think it'll we well, we'll see if we want to run with it. What? <laughs> that is how the podcast works. We say things, and then we decide if we want to run with them. <laughs> okay. I have a question for both of you. Okay. And I will give you just just contain your answers. We'll keep them short. What fruit or vegetable <laughs> do you think you could throw the farthest? <laughs> and I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking of an exercise where maybe we test this out or maybe oh, I test this out. This is good for me. What Eric. fruit or vegetable do you think you could throw the farthest? Thinking when, of so are we talking um, are we talking uh, discus rules where it's the where it lands where it bounces the first bounces the thing or do we include the bounce on? I'm Does it need to be robust enough to survive <laughs> the bounce, yeah. or is it is it straight landing? I, I'm, glad, I'm very glad you because I'm that. my instinct is potato, potato. but a potato yeah. a potato is not going to survive the bounce unless it's hard. And I, yeah. I otherwise yeah. I'd be leaning to something maybe like a dragon fruit. I'm going. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say including the bounce, including the bounce. And so while these boys are thinking, I will say this is something I saw on Twitter. This yep. isn't a this isn't a brainstorm of mine, but I'm <laughs> thinking. But uh, tell me, what fruit or vegetable do you think would go the farthest if thrown? And I'm it's also say, a, it's also a question of arm strength. Like who's got the best? Uh, you know. That's true. Yeah, because I, I would back my I would back myself in a throwing contest. Yeah. You know, but the the the, the, the yeah. component of what do you throw is a nice element. Yeah. Well, so how do we want to do this? Because you guys are both cricketers. I've played baseball. I've I've, I've thrown things in my life. Uh, would Would you like to show up at a cricket pitch and throw your chosen fruit? I would. Or should we identify an individual person to I th- throw each of our chosen? I fruits? think we should all choose a fruit and a vegetable. Yeah. And then we should all throw. <laughs> And then we sort of take the broad aggregate results. So if, like, we all end up throwing papayas further than we threw the potatoes, okay. whoever went papaya is like, okay. Because well, I would back probably myself... Probably not going to go papayas, though, because they're bloody expensive. Yeah, well, you, you know, I don't want to be throwing no papayas. I'm just they're saying, like, like you know... I've, <coughs> no, I know what you're saying. Um, Do I have I'm, to lock it in now? Well, so, I... I, I, I mm, I'll put the, that. I, 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 my immediate thought is an apple. An apple. It's quite aerodynamic, yeah. mm-hmm. smooth skin, oh, it's going to flow through the air nicely. It's got it's hard, it's quite dense, so you got that sort of cricket yeah. ball kind Are of. Are we throwing it on grass? Yeah, yeah. I'd see, I think I'd your just... apple you'd have to it'd have to be slightly underripe. I envision. I think the yeah. apple's in danger of of, of breaking. Breaking on impact. impact. Yeah. I envision we going yeah. down. We're we're going down to the cricket pitch near okay. the house here. And so while you guys think, I'll tell you what I'm thinking about. Okay, you lean I, into it. I have identified. I've had a day or so to think about this. I think the right avocado. Uh, obviously not Ooh, like one a, that's fully avocado shaped, but one of the more round avocados that you sometimes see that like might a, indicate like a house. the shepherds. Shepherds, yeah, shepherds, shepherds are the hard ones. Well, yeah. I'd say even either variety, but one of those rounder ones that might indicate a larger stone. I feel mm. like that would be easily thrown. It has a robust outer skin, so it's not going to like splat as soon yeah. as it lands. I'm I'm voting avocado for myself. Okay, like, yeah. thinking about that, like an underripe avocado, feeling yeah. in hand, or a, or a shepherd striking the ground. Yeah. Shepherds are never good. They are the worst. I've got a bone to pick with shepherd avocados. <laughs> they are the worst fucking avocados. You can't tell if they're ripe on the inside. They're always too hard. They're too small. They're shit. Yeah, I'm leaning towards a persimmon. Oh. 
also expensive. Karen is okay, a man well, of expensive fruit-throwing taste. I would need to... I, th- I would prefer to lock in my decision at the supermarket. That's okay. fair. Okay. I'd prefer to do it on the day. Yeah. But you're right. Something hand-sized, something that's firm, that's not going to break on impact. I'm still leaning towards a potato. I that's like fair. I think... But I am concerned about the p- potato breaking on impact. Yeah. I've yeah. seen them break on the impact. But I am I, I want to play this game. Well I'm concerned yeah, I'm about buried. the weight of a potato or the weight of an apple. Yeah, but weight weights then you've got momentum through the air. Oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking an avocado might be a little bit heavier than an apple of a similar may, size. May very which well might be. mean it goes farther. Certainly anyway. not throwing a fucking pineapple. Uh, we yeah. are going to find out yeah, on I the like next that. exciting episode that. of the Barry Bullock Hour. Yep, we'll um we'll lock in our contenders in the next episode and we'll go and have a throw. Lovely. Let you go. Let let the ladies and gentlemen know what the score is. Yeah. Who's got the best um who's got the best fruit slash veggie for throwing? <laughs> Who knows? Someone might be drinking a delicious strawberry flavoured beverage. Oh yeah, with we could make it a challenge. It as a, a challenge to it. Right. I get in on that. Alright. <laughs> looking forward to it already, fellas. Um this has been an absolute cracker. Episode thirty two here on a Friday night. We're all a bit steamed, let's be honest. We've had a great time. Maybe you are. <laughs> Eric, if anyone's steamed here, it's you. Eric, that's a that's a very classic. No, you're drunk. <laughs> Eric, Eric's not passing the DUI test. You're just saying that because you're drunk. <laughs> um, it's been a cracking time, lads. Uh, we're going to go and... Well, we're not going to go anywhere. We're going to stay here. But I'm definitely going to start Googling fruit and veggie. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be getting lots of targeted ads for Woolworths. Um, but that's it. 32 in the can. It's been real, fellas. Good night. See you in the next one. Yeah.